to the Paint, Rest, Repeat podcast with Roz Gervais and Laura Day, where we chat about our creative lives as artists while keeping it real and a little bit messy. We're here to inspire creatives just like you to push past those boundaries and make art that you love. Let's dive in. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Paint, Rest, Repeat podcast. Laura and I are back, and we're super excited about our topic this week or this fortnight because we're going to be exploring, I have to look at my notes, how to make real progress in your art practice. Is that right? Did I say that the right way? Yeah, that's great. So, yeah, we really wanted to have a chat about what that means, what does progress look like. It would be really individual, I guess because everyone's on their own path and has a different vision and, you know, sort of they imagine their life vision differently and people have different values. But we sort of wanted, yeah, just to talk about how we've made progress in our creative practice and also our creative businesses and maybe share some tips and maybe just different points to consider when you're sort of going from that hobby level to sort of wanting to make it more of a serious endeavor. Yeah, definitely. And you know what, as you're saying that, I was thinking that I can't pretend that I know all the answers and that wherever we or wherever I am up to now, like however you want to describe that, it's all been through trial and error and a lot of error and then learning from that. So I reckon the key is actually being open to learning. Don't you think? That is like hundred percent. Well, yeah. I mean, being in business or running your own enterprise, it's such a personal development journey. And as long as you're open to opportunity, open to growth, open to taking on new ideas and testing things out. And, you know, I've failed along the way and I'm learning as I go and I'll always be learning, I think. And I mean, I feel like I'm very proud of myself that I've created a business out of nothing. Like I actually, it was like, like nothing ground, like built it up from the ground. So it's really cool what you can actually do when you tap into your intuition and look at yourself, your skills and what you can offer to the world. That can be so hard though. You know, like I was listening to a random podcast the other day and thinking about the self-development side of business and how it's like so, so, uh, what's the word? Enmeshed together. You know what I mean? (laughs) If you're watching the YouTube video, you'll know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to demonstrate that they're sort of overlapped and entangled because it's like all your self-doubt and all your confidence, your self-worth, all of that stuff comes up when you're running your own business. And that might just be in making art and selling your art, or it might you might have other areas of your art business as well. Maybe you're teaching or running kids' classes or having market stalls or things like that. But yeah, all of that comes up. I love Laura. I just have to take a little back step here as well and say, I love Laura that you, number one, that you're proud of yourself. And number two, that you can verbalize that. Because as you say that, it's interesting. I find that hard to say about myself. I don't know why. I go through stages. I'm not going to like, you know, claim that I feel this way all the time. But when I zoom out from like my immediate 
picture of where I'm at at this very moment. I can see the progress that I've made. So from 2016, when I was in hospital, and then I had that really big health scare and I was getting treatment and all I could do was just focus on surviving. Two years of not working at all and then building myself back up. That is huge progress. And But then I've also got like another leap that I want to make as well, like for the next level of me. So in the moment, sometimes self-doubt will come into play. But yeah, I think it's a lot of that personal introspection and reflection that helps to build that. You have done amazingly, Laura, and I just think your mindset and your ability to see that is really, really important. And I hope that other people and our listeners can do the same thing. Because we were chatting a little bit before this recording as well about how the other day I did my family, my family financial budget. And I looked back two years ago, I haven't done the family budget for two years because of COVID. I realized that was a big element and just how far I've come since financially since then and looking back and going, actually, that's really good. But what I find hard is to go, that's really good. And that's because of me. I've done well. I don't know why. I really find it hard to connect that to me. It's almost like I either connect it to hard work as something outside of me, or I connect it to the stars aligning or something, something outside. I just think that's, I don't know, that's maybe a topic for another day. (laughs) I think probably it's something to dig into and it's probably some patterning and like sort of repeated messaging that you've got from when you were younger. So it's like, you can't validate that for yourself. Like you can't let that land. And there, there would be a reason for that. Yeah, maybe it's, you know, if I were to say that I did really well at something, that would be overconfident. That would be, yeah, thinking too highly of yourself. But then if I hear you say that, I'm just like, that is amazing. And you've done so amazingly well. But then, yeah, put applying it to myself or oneself, like somebody, you know, one of our listeners might have the same sort of, same sort of mindset sort of challenge. Anyway, really interesting. Anyway, backtrack, backtrack, backtrack. We're meant to be talking about. (laughs) This podcast episode is sponsored by Laura's Creative Kickstart Coaching Sessions, designed for aspiring artists seeking motivation and support to turn their creative dreams into reality. Go to www.laurajaneday.com slash workwithme to find out more. How to make progress in your art business. And you, you were starting by talking about what does that mean? Like, what is progress to you? The concept of becoming 1% better every day and taking those small actions and making progress. So it is about having that vision. So, you know, sort of living in the future. And I love doing this. (laughs) That's my favorite thing. I'm always projecting forward and visualizing and like, I am the dreamer. And sometimes I have to back down to earth and back down to the present. But yeah, my favorite thing to do is just like talk to people about like what their big vision for their life is and all of that. Like I love talking about people's like dreams and goals. It's really fun. So yeah, I live in that dream space. So have a vision, know where you're going. And I'd say try to block out like what other people are doing. Because I think it's so easy in social media land to like, see all these people 
doing amazing things. And yes, you can be inspired by them, but sometimes that really clouds your own vision. 100%. I was actually just chatting to a biz buddy of mine this morning, Julie from Plan Your Market. She's so beautiful. Go and check her out. Gorgeous human. And she was saying exactly that to me. She's in the process of making a mini course and she's thinking, I need to stop (laughs) looking at this person and that person, what they're doing, what they say the answer is. And I need to actually look inward and also think about um, for her, her clients or her customers and work out what they want as well. So yeah, reducing the noise. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big theme for me right now at the moment. I am trying to limit my screen time. I really want to tap into myself, my intuition, spend time with myself and like really figure out what's going to work for my life, my lifestyle, and what can I start building on now that's going to benefit future Laura. So my big dream and goal is to live overseas. And so I actually need to figure out a way to work remotely. And I don't, like at the moment, I've only got a little bit of online work. But yeah, that's sort of a thing that we've been talking about in the background, Roz. So yeah, thinking about that big vision, getting clarity on what that is, what is your main focus? Like, what is that like gut feeling? Like, what would you do if money wasn't an object? What would you do if you like won the lottery and didn't have to work or like make money? Like, what would it be that you are doing? And I feel like my vision is very close. Like what I'm doing now is very, very close to what I'd be doing if all my needs were met. So it is having lovely conversations with you and doing fun projects, painting and just being with women and like creating like beautiful space and connection and, you know, being in conversation with people just doing like really cool things. Like I love doing that. Yeah. I love empowering women through art. So yeah, just really sitting with yourself and figuring out like what that is for you. But then you have to take action. So scheduling is so important. And me with a chronic illness, I actually have to start from how can I function best? And then within those little pockets of time that I have, how can I fit in like my little actions so I can build, slowly build and make more progress? And so I, on the other hand, I have to work out how to schedule myself a little bit less because I'm an overcommitter and then I hit the wall and I I really, I genuinely wouldn't call it burnout, but I just get really tired and can't cope anymore. So then I have to sort of reduce my schedule, reduce my commitments and then get back to normal sort of things. So it's different. It's interesting. We're such different people in this regard. It was, it's great for our listeners because they have the two like quite different, you know, approaches and sets of needs that they can listen to and hopefully apply to themselves. I think a lot of people could learn from you too, Roz, with like the scheduling because, well, you're very energy rich and like you actually can like jump in and take action very quickly. And, you know, you'll come up with, you're like, I want to do this. I'm going to take the opportunity. I'm going to run with it. And I love that. And that inspires me too. So like that can like help to make progress because you are, you are making progress quite quickly. But progress is a good one, Laura, because that's the key word. Progress is about moving in the right direction. And so if you're a yes person, which I am, and you're an excitable person, which I am, it's really easy to say yes to things that aren't aligned 
you were talking about taking aligned action sort of before that aren't aligned with your dream, then that's sort of, you know, not alarm bells or anything, but that's an area where you can sort of reflect on and either say no to, or I hate saying no, (laughs) or or you can say yes to a certain level, you know, so give that person or that opportunity just a little fraction of your energy rather than, you know, one day a week or two days a week of your energy, for example. Yeah. But you were talking about earlier learning from your mistakes as well. So if you are like over committing and like you are in a very busy season in your life at the moment, it's like, oh, okay. So I took this opportunity. This is how I responded to that opportunity. And then, you know, going forward, you could just reassess. I feel like that's business and that's like, you know. That's life That's really, life isn't in it? general, isn't it? It it's like, is. It I tried is. this. It was really exhausting. I don't want to feel that way again. Let's try something different. My mate, Julie, just laughs at me so much. She's just like, Roz, you've done it again. <laughs> because I think I just, I do go through these cycles. And so, but the thing that tips me over the edge each time is different. It's a different thing. So what I need to learn is, I I don't know, like I can't learn don't say yes to opportunities like this because they're all different sorts of things. But one thing I have learned actually, I should share. So the thing that's tipped me over the edge lately is that I have accepted a um, short-term project to run an art enrichment program at a school two days a week, just for a four-week period. It sounds really little, but two days on top of everything else I'm doing is a lot. But this is something interesting I learned from this, which is transferable to the future and my knowledge of me and how I work is for me, it's too much outgoing energy, too much face-to-face teaching because I was doing, when I was running this program, I still have one day left, but when I was running the program, I had Monday with my little girl at home, which is, you know, that's high energy. Tuesday, Wednesday, I had teaching this art enrichment program. Again, that's face-to-face. Thursday, I had my an NDIS client. Friday, I had an NDIS group of students. And then Saturday, Sunday, I had, I actually, on one particular week, I ran an in-person art workshop at a birthday party. And then Sunday, I had my little girls at home. I, at seven days of being, you know, on stage, you know, inverted commas, on stage, in front of people facilitating, that is what broke me. So it's knowing I actually need at bare minimum one day of week of the option of quiet. Yes. Yes. You need those like rest times, that fallow period, that time to sort of like rest, recuperate, reflect. And you've also got a market coming up too. Isn't the market on the weekend too? So that's another one that's outward facing as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I read that and I'm like, oh gosh. Roz is so busy. And I just had to do that. So I don't really do markets. They just pop up markets on occasion where it's like really relevant. I'm having flashbacks to talking about the um the market that I was running at oh the coal loader here in Sydney. Remember the Christmas markets and I was making baubles and and I think I was talking to you about being able to do it once a quarter and you were thinking, are you sure, Roz? <laughs> like, I can, I can, I can, I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) So something, I guess, like it's a tip, like I, I use these in my coaching sessions too. It's like, what is your capacity? And I usually have to bring people back because, you know, it's lovely to think that we're always going to be switched on all the time, but we need to take into account we're women. 
we have cycles. We need time to like rest when our moon comes. And like, we're not always going to be like on all the time. And then also like coming from like, like a burnout and a fatigue sort of background too. Yeah. Just being aware of like, we're not always going to be productive all the time. And Laura, this is interesting in the context of goal setting Mm -hmm. because remember for the first quarter, first time ever, I've set these proper quarterly goals. And so I think that might have played a part in me being more open to saying yes to things. Yep. So anyway, interesting. Balancing goals with capacity. How's that? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Because I think under people underestimate like how long that is going to take. And when you have other things going on in your life, if you want to start from a foundation of self-care and rest and time to sort of like recuperate, or if you want to come from a time of having like a rewarding, fulfilling social life and, you know, spending time on the special relationships that you have in your life. So being present for your family, being present for your friends and, you know, doing like family engagements and all of that, because like, there's no point having a business if you're not enjoying life and you're just hustling all the time. So it's okay to go through like really active times in your business like, cause you know, you've got this big vision and you're driven and you want to. Something that you do really well, Roz, is that consistency and showing up. Consistency. Yeah, we you, talked. <laughs> we talked about this as like one of our tips. Like you are really good at showing up and you honor your commitments as well. Like even if. I will show up for people, but I won't show up for periods. You'll notice, notice it probably on social media because I'll have all the other stuff going on. And so sometimes social media will sort of take a bit of a back seat, not on purpose, just I'm literally too busy. <laughs> um, anyone out there want to help me with my social media? Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, consistency, we were ch- chuckling about that word um, <laughs> before we hit the record button because it's a bit of a dirty word, really. I think a lot of artists struggle with that because we're such sort of sensitive, I think sensitive people And we don't want to be constrained and sort of boxed and put into, even put into a schedule. Like the first time I had to make a schedule where every, you know, Wednesday morning for the first half of the day, I painted every Friday evening, I painted whatever it was. That sort of was really uncomfortable. That idea of having to show up at a certain time and, you know, do your painting at a certain time, really, really, really challenging, I think, for a lot of creatives. But yeah, consistency, when there's other people involved, I find super easy. I said I would be there. I will be there. Even if I have no voice, I just might be on mute. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, we had in Art for the Heart, we had a co-painting session last week. I had no voice or next to no voice. And I told them really quickly at the start of the session, just letting you know, I have no voice, but I'm here. So you can paint and I'm just going to mute. All right, paint. (laughs) Bye-bye. So, you know, but you're the same. You're a beautiful, loyal human. You you do the same. Yeah, yeah. And it is, I mean, it's that accountability, isn't it? And I mean, that's probably a, a really good tip for people that want to create more and people that don't have a regular schedule and they want to like slowly get start to get 1% better. It is having that regular art class. So maybe you just need to book into a local art class and show up every Wednesday night, that's your session. And then you can build from there. 
Because I think from like repeated like progress and consistent work, then you improve. Yeah. And this is the thing has broken, broken me. It's the wrong word, but gotten in the way of my success in the future for like years and years, just based on my character. And I wonder if you've had the same, is this idealist approach. So you go, I find I come up with these beautiful ideas when I'm walking or exercising. My brain just goes into that space and I'm like, that's it. I'm going to paint three days a week (laughs) from nine to three for the whole day. And I'm going to make this on, you know, next Wednesday, that next, (laughs) like this, this grand plan, perfect plan, dreaming sort of state that is just not realistic and you're just not going to get there. And so you're setting yourself up for failure. So I like your idea of the 1% shift and 1% improvement through accountability in particular. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. Like I've built really beautiful friendships and lots of, you know, I've got connections with lots of different uh, creative people. So it's really good just to have those check-ins share your dreams and goals, like what you're working on. And then, you know, one of my friends reflected back to me, we had a dinner party last week and I was talking about my big goals and I'd love to run a retreat one day. And I was talking to her about that. And she's like, you know, you told me that when we first met and we probably first met four or five years ago. So it's still like, it's it's planted that seed and all of that, but it's just one of those things that I haven't taken action on. You know, we had COVID, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> we did. <laughs> so Two we years. couldn't. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be kind to yourself here, please. <laughs> it is. It's just like, okay, like, that's interesting. Why have I not taken action on that? I've, I've been like doing a million other things, but it's okay. It might not be a now thing. It might not be the right time. And I have been working on other things that I feel called to build. But yeah, it was just like something I'm like, oh, okay, that's a little seed that I haven't explored. Like, why was that? So yeah, I'm going to spend some time in reflection and journaling and just see if it is like something that needs to happen now or whether it's like a a later dream. But yeah, those friends will and those accountability buddies will check in with you. And they will sort of, yeah, reflect back interesting things, especially when you say you want to do something and then you mentioned this ages ago. (laughs) Well, I think you are actually, you know, you might not quite realize it, but I think you are making steps towards it because you're working with the people you want to work with and you're working in small groups and you are actually making steps towards that. So what you can do now, I'm getting you business led. What you can do is offer your tiered things. So you've got your, you know, small group in person, lower price, and then you have your beautiful retreats for exactly the same people, higher price, obviously, because there's more time and there might be accommodation involved or something like that. But yeah, you're already on the path, Laura, just saying. (laughs) If you would like to join one of Laura's retreats, please send her (laughs) a DM. Yes, yeah. Over on Instagram. Yeah. (laughs) It's in my notes. It's in my journal. Like I've got clear idea of what it is. I'd love to incorporate yoga and ceremony. And I've got two women that I feel like would be very aligned to other facilitators. I want to create a really special experience. So I'm just, it's out there. I put my wish out. It's out in the universe. Like it is, it's, it's out to all of our growing listenership, by the way. If you're one of our beautiful, loyal listeners, you'll be, you'll be proud of us. 
because we're growing our listeners. And actually, you know what? That might not be because of us. That might be because of our beautiful listeners sharing, maybe. What do you think? Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Mm. (laughs) Actually, on that note, if you are enjoying listening to our podcast, please leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts. Yep, Apple Podcasts. And I also believe you can go into Spotify and just give us a star rating. And while you're there, you can click being to be alerted, notifications, the bell, and you can follow us because we're worth following. Yeah. And should I shush? <laughs> no. I also want to do a pitch. I would love to share for the audio listeners, if you'd like to see our beautiful faces, we are on YouTube as well. So if you'd like to have a bit more of an interactive experience and see our studios and all of that, we are on Paint, Rest, Repeat podcast on YouTube. We're trying to grow that channel. So if you know anyone and you'd like to share our conversations, we would really appreciate it. Yay! So this is a really good chat. This is a really good chat. I feel like it's a like two-parter or something like that. I feel like we've got like so much more to say. Should we just do that? Yeah, Part maybe. <laughs> yep. Part one. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> Tune in next fortnight. Thank you everyone for listening to our episode this fortnight. We hope you found it valuable and do feel free to leave us a review as we just mentioned and also share our podcast over on social media so that other people can gain some benefit and learn a little bit from the wise Laura. And Rose. And me. (laughs) (laughs) Can't call myself wise. That's uncomfortable. Yes, you are. (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. Tune in next fortnight. Bye. Bye.